Saludos makes shoes that make you feel like you're on vacation. From perfect one-on-one date espadrilles to rose ceremony heels and wedges, they have you covered. I've got a few pair of Saludos, and I love them. They're perfect for so many occasions, and they look great with jeans and dresses alike. Saludos makes thoughtfully crafted shoes for wherever you travel, whether that is to the most dramatic rose ceremony ever or just around the corner to hang with girlfriends. Visit saludos.com today and get 10% off with the code BACHELOR. Mercari is a selling app that makes it fast and easy to sell almost anything. You just take a few pictures, add a description, and boom, your item is listed. With buyers in all 50 states, stuff really sells, and everything ships easily, so there are never any awkward meetups. You can find Mercari on the app stores or on Mercari.com. That's M-E-R-C-A-R-I.com. And now, let's batch! Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman on a high after the first night of the two-night finale. Two hours down, two to go. I'm joined by my colleagues, Andrew Grotadaro. Hey, how's it going? And Alyssa Bresnak. Hello. And we are fired up. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about. I want to talk about Colton. I want to talk about Tasha. I want to talk about Hannah G. But first, we must discuss the man, the myth, the legend <laughs> that is Chris Harrison. Man, did he do a good job what last a performance. night. performance. Yeah. Just incredible. Legendary. <laughs> Andrew, what was your favorite Chris Harrison moment from the entire two-hour proceedings? So I really liked, uh, he called, like, maybe Mike Fleiss and was, he was like, yeah, Colton's gone. We don't have him. And then eventually was like, you're right. Eventually I will have to call the authorities. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you for bringing that up. A few crucial notes there. I was wondering who we called. Yeah. Is it Mike Fleiss? Is it someone from ABC? Is it another producer that's not on hand? Important to note, Mike Fleiss lives in Hawaii, so okay. the time difference is probably like 12 hours. So thank you to Chris Harrison for time stamping everything. I was wondering what time it was, and he's like, it's about 1130. And yeah. <laughs> I've heard from I've heard reports that Colton was missing for like two hours. So that means that he went missing at like 9 or 930 or something, which is really useful because I was wondering like how long do these dates go, right. what time yeah. do they actually get to the fantasy suite. I think they would have been on track for like a 10 o'clock arrival at the fantasy <laughs> suite, right? Yeah. That seems about about right. Now we know just yeah. how it's like how incremental it is. I know, totally. It was like really informative. I appreciated that because you have no sense of time when you watch the show. I guess that's part of part of the point. Yeah, right. um, but also crucially, he was holding two iPhones, not just one. <laughs> Presumably, one was his, and then like one was someone else's. I, I don't, I don't know how that works. But I've always wondered like it's a presence around the show, but not on the show. And I was so excited to see them. Yeah, do you think the one with the red cover was his? I was trying to, to like see what was on the cover. <laughs> I think the one that he was holding but not talking on was his. Okay. Probably someone else made someone a call called, yeah. and handed the phone to Chris as like the guy in charge sure. or like yeah, the yeah, narrator. Yeah. A producer or, just came along. Or something like that. It was it was pretty amazing when he was just like on, working the phones like and everything. <laughs> I, I really loved it. Uh, Alyssa, what was your favorite moment of Chris Harrison? I mean, you know, all of the Portugal pursuit the first night was just like riveting. Um, but I, the next day when he sits down with Colton and he's like, they're talking about Cassie and he's like, what if she's just not that into you? <laughs> that was incredible. I mean, it was just like so savage. It was, it was mean basically. <laughs> it was really mean. So crucially, do you think that's a line that he just uses or was he referring to the movie? I think it's, it's something that he just like, 
internalized along the way. <laughs> yeah, like so much of The Bachelor has that where like they say lines that are vaguely from a movie. Colton did do that with Crazy Stupid Love earlier this season. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> he was talking about Cassie and he said that I forgot what the precise line was, but it was lifted from Crazy Stupid Love. It was something <laughs> which is like a which is a movie I really enjoy, but Great also like film, so yeah. saccharine and like very um unrealistic about love yeah. in, in general. But great movie. Love the work of Steve Carell and Julianne Moore and Ryan Gosling. Of course, Emma Stone. I mean, an all an all star cast. If you're if he's gonna steal from a movie, it's a good one to steal from. He also like told Hannah that she feels like home, and that seems like st- pulled straight from a rom com. Oh or my something. god, Abs- absolutely. We'll come back to that when we're done discussing Chris Harrison. In that moment, I was wondering, like, is he thinking about Justin Long? Did he have a re- did Chris Harrison <laughs> have a really good experience with that movie or something like that? But it did just seem like a line, and it was so savage. It was, and also importantly. That thought had not occurred to Colton. He didn't even acknowledge it. So wild. It was pretty crazy. He just was like, no, the problem here is the process. She's really overwhelmed by the show. And he kind of convinced himself overnight that Cassie's problem wasn't with him or their relationship, but it was just being on the show. Yeah, he's like, I just need to dump two girls to prove to her, and then she'll be cool with it. Yeah, he's in complete denial. It was pretty weird, particularly because the night before, which we saw, he was very upset. After this, this pursuit of Colton, which... How long do you think they were looking for him? Like, I've heard a few hours. It probably was about that, right? It seems that way. I mean, it... They did seem genuinely panicked about where he was. And where they when they find him, they don't seem close to, like, anything. No. And <laughs> Chris Harrison notably is like, we're not walking back to the hotel. <laughs> so. He was winded. He was winded. That. <laughs> that was He's awesome. like, there's no way. So. And Chris Harrison, when he, when, he, when he finally caught up to Colton, was really winded. He, like, jogged yeah, to catch up to jog. him. Yeah, jog. Yeah. And as a result, was like... <gasps> Colton, <laughs> how are you feeling, man? Like really heavy breathing. He was tired yeah. out. It Just based on his like physical tiredness, I think they were looking for him for like three hours. Yeah, it, <laughs> it seems it seems about right. And like it's kind of a little, it's a little hard to understand how they lost him. But let's just walk through <laughs> right, it. Yeah. So it's the night they're in like the, they're in the Portuguese, not the wilderness, but like the countryside, I suppose. The Algarve is like the southern part of the country, on um, like where the Atlantic ocean is and if you go like to the side it's where the mediterranean is it's lovely love the algarve highly recommend it um and so colton jumps over the fence and then chris harrison is trailing behind him yelling colton colton walks up to the fence asks for it to be opened and then tries to pull it mm-hmm. open but it won't work it's a totally mechanized <laughs> maybe fence. that took her way longer than we saw <laughs> to open the like fence. they're just really struggling like, with the, the fence code. for hours yeah. maybe they didn't the button was yeah like that is true like perhaps that was shortened and, and we don't actually know how long that took and so then colton has taken off and it, it is totally dark like it's a dark road and we know he loves to work out so he probably was going really fast mm-hmm. yeah so i presume that he was just running down the road and he lost them and that's how that's how it took a while because he's just in great shape like it finally paid off Um, (laughs) yeah he's like finally putting his athletic prowess (laughs) to to work the pursuit of Colton included Chris Harrison and others stopping to ask locals on the side of the road if they they had seen him (laughs) then they were also like maybe he's in the brush over there yeah did they really think he was hiding at one point a camera (laughs) just like swings into a field and is like Colton it's like why would he go that way there was a lot of weird assumptions made but I do want to just say like great job by the producers and by everyone involved for continuing to shoot that whole time and Chris Harrison like 
we'll go over some more of his top moments. But one thing he did that just really gets him MVP honors is he was talking the whole time. Yes. He was narrating. He was he was doing the show. He was. He it was, was pretty, keeping things going. He was. And it, it was pretty impressive. And and also now we know like they can film in cars. They just choose not to. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Though it does seem like very hard to film in a car. Like like I They I, weren't prepared for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like she just kept like refocusing. But all the producers, yeah, to that point were just like speaking out loud. They're like, oh, he took out yeah. his mic. And it was interesting because they didn't show their faces. Like yes. I think they really were trying to not point cameras at the producers' faces. But even so, there was like a sub character, like the the girl who approached Colton and yes. was like, "Are you okay?" Like, yes. who was that? Do we know? Yeah. So one of the one thing that happens on the show, and Blake, who came on this podcast a few months ago, talked about it. Like, you get really close with the producer assigned to you, and so each lead and then each contestant also has like one producer who's kind of like their person who does their interviews, who kind of like hangs out with them. They become like their best friend for the duration of the show, and I think that's who we saw mm-hmm. both going up to Colton on the road, and then and then um, also in the hotel after he breaks up with Hannah when he's like devastated he gets like someone a really big hug and I think that's who it is like that's like his, like his producer basically I don't know who it is by name like for Blake it was this woman named it Natalie who's like has a big following on social media herself hmm. not too shabby uh, check her out I suppose <laughs> and I think that's who was with Colton for this whole thing um, but yeah so we didn't really see a lot of their faces but they they were very present you were just like oh production is here it was the most Truman show like moment in, yeah, in they quite all the swarm, time. kind of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just want to say my favorite Chris Harrison moment was probably there's so many. I mean, there's, there's a couple, there's a few options we haven't named yet. There's in the actual live portion when Hannah confronts Colton about his line where he told Cassie that he was thinking of her when he, he was with other women. Chris Harrison, like, after that's brought up, he, to add insult to injury, he's like, Colton, was that real? Is that really how you were feeling? <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. He also ripped Colton on his new haircut. We'll come back yes. to that. Again, we saw him doing the slow trot. That was incredible. But I, I think my personal favorite moment was when Colton's finally back in the van. Chris Harrison's, like, exploring how he felt with him. He's like, man, like, how are you feeling? And Colton's really emotional. He's like, every time something good happens to me, something bad happens. And I, I get rejected. He's like talking about being rejected. It was truly sad. And then Chris Harrison hears that and he's like, well, you have two other great women waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to push Tasha and Hannah on him. Like, so the great. show, the show, the show. He's keeping his mind on the show. Just and like, it- why don't you pick one of the two you have left? <laughs> it bro? was truly impressive. I was like, this is a company man through and through. Yeah. And I, I truly admire it. It was pretty, it was pretty impressive. He just had like an incredibly banner night. I, I kind of, for all of the ribbing we do of, of how little he's on the show, now you know why you need him. Like, if, yeah. so, if something like this happens, really do need yeah. you need the narrator and, like, the guy who, like, has everyone's trust to step in and, and carry things. I don't even know if he has everyone's trust, but he definitely <laughs> holds everyone's attention. <laughs> it's true. He definitely he got us to watch. And it kind of, like, also brought into focus, like, the most remarkable thing about last night's episode was how meta it was. And is that something that you want to see more of from the show going forward? It's weird because, like, the show is very devoted to a set formula, but the last two seasons have broken from that formula to, like, huge success. These are, like, the two, maybe the two best episodes of the show ever. I think that's true. I I still prefer last year's Ari breakup just because that was truly shocking and Mm -hmm. the way that it was shot with the split screen was, like, fascinating and just really different. But this felt more, like, verite, like, the the curtain is truly pulled back. So it's going to be weird 
to like next season if they get a guy who is just sort of in the standard mold and he doesn't do this stuff I'm curious to see if I feel like let down sure. by it being being the regular show again. It's true, and it's also like the show itself has kind of became the star. I mean, obviously, Colton and Hannah and Tasha and Chris like have a lot of like important moments, but like the show itself became kind of the star of last night's mm-hmm. episode because of the way the formula was so deeply broken. Basically, yeah, I think that the fact that they've broken away from the format in the past two seasons demonstrates that we're getting this newer generation of contestants. Like it's a Gen Z type thing where it's like, you're breaking with the format because you know that you can. Right. And I think before, you know, like when the beginning of the show, it was just like, you're entered into this world and so many things are happening that you just are like, Oh, I got to follow the rules. And now it's very clear that they, they're not going to cancel the show. They're not going to like, revoke your contract and pay you nothing if you decide to do your own thing like they're going to have content no matter what and so content is king yeah Yeah. exactly and it's good i mean it's it's good for them right like they're just like doing really well in terms of drama so as long as they continue to give us like some of this like behind the scenes stuff and just roll with the punches and they're like okay well this is his decision like i guess we're just gonna have to pull out all the stops and follow him down a dark road in Portugal. (laughs) Like, I think that that is going to be good. The only thing is it could threaten the actual sort of like underlying, this is a good process ethos of the show. Yeah. And and Chris Harrison was like actively trying to sell that, like in all the live stuff, he kept being like, this is real, right? Like, how did you feel in that moment? And he really wanted to convince everyone. And, And to a point you just made about like these kind of like Gen Z kids being too familiar with the show, Colton in his breakup with Hannah even said, like, I got really caught up in how the show is supposed to go mm-hmm. and in the formula and like how it's supposed to end. And I thought it was you. And there's been all these acknowledgments in the last two episodes of how the show functions that we've never really gotten before. And it's totally illuminating. It's like Colton himself is so invested in the format that he was like, okay, it's Hannah. And probably also because of their really hot date in Vietnam. <laughs> the <laughs> the massage yeah. Yeah. Who but could forget? <laughs> they, it seems like he he was and is so caught up in like what's expected of him and like what the expectations are that it like really threw him for a loop. And it, it like definitely confused him. I, yeah. I mean, I just, I'm so uh, like fascinated by the whole situation. It's just like, look at what society has gotten itself into now. I know. I know. <laughs> Ed TV. I feel like that movie is not discussed as much as like part of the yeah. er- early commentary on reality television. But like, um, what's Dharma's real name? Jenna Elfman. She's yes. in that movie, right? Yep. With Matthew McConaughey. Yes. Pre hair plugs McConaughey. Oh my god. And I was recently watching The Wedding Planner. Pre hair plugs rom com McConaughey is probably my favorite actor. Wow. Like just like so <laughs> bold statement. I also was watching How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Like also a classic. Yeah, he's, so he's got so much great work from back in the day. Yeah. Um. But kind of like the way that the cameras feel like threatening to people that really comes through in that movie. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of came through last night as well. There's that really poignant moment where Tasha and Colton are mid-breakup and she like looks at the camera and she's like, hey, can we go somewhere where there aren't cameras? And then they go into her room. Right. And that was like kind of like really like um, showed she had like a lot of awareness of what was going on. Yeah. I mean, I'd never felt so much before that they were in a hostage situation. Like, the, the same with, like, pursuing Colton down the road. It's like, yeah, like, why are you calling the police? Isn't this guy, like, he can go wherever he wants? But actually, no, it's it's not that simple. Like, also, as he noted, only had his wallet and not his phone. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, would they give them their wallet? That what do you so need weird. his wallet for? What does he need his wallet for? Like, when you're on vacation, yeah, all you need is, like, a hotel key and, like, one credit card. Like, 
I would rather have my phone take pictures. Yeah, he doesn't need to buy anything for anyone. <laughs> yeah, he's not treating anyone to any meals. <laughs> it would be so funny if he's just like exploring Portugal on his own after that. He's I like, know. Maybe I'll stop just for buying, a cappuccino. Just buy more Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> I also like when Chris Harrison was like, "So what's the plan here, man?" He's like, "I don't know." <laughs> That's when he's like, "I only have my wallet. I don't have my phone." I Chris Harrison could have given him a phone. It must be. Can you imagine going without your phone for three months or two months at this point? It's got to be. Bizarre. It sounds wonderful, actually. It does sound refreshing. But I mean, yeah, he's going to like great places. So, he but he can't rem- can't take pictures of them. <laughs> no. Pixar, it didn't happen. <laughs> Someone's taking pictures for him. That's true. That's a good point. But uh, it must be such a weird experience. Like you truly are in a bubble, and like obviously they're complicit in mm-hmm. it. But I do think like being at the mercy of of like a crew, a production crew, it must be such a weird feeling and a really weird way to start a relationship. I can't even imagine. Or to break up with someone. Like, I mean, it's just like the worst moment of all of their lives, right? Like Colton was probably like at a breakdown he'd never been at before. Mm -hmm. Taysha was very clearly uncomfortable in front of the cameras, like did not want. She's so poised and put together that it was a really difficult moment for her yeah. and she was just like clearly dying inside a little but like her smile was still like plastered across yeah. her face and that she was obviously concerning. doesn't like to show weakness right which so is, which was sad and though I want, let, let's let's talk about Tasha and Hannah a little bit more who do you feel the worst for Tasha for sure why because you know I never really got to see the connection the deeper emotional connection between Hannah and Colton um, you know, clearly there's a physical connection. We all know that. <laughs> but but <laughs> oh, with, we saw it. with Tasha, Mud. like, you know, she like from the very beginning, she was very serious with him. They had like all of these amazing experiences together. And she was the one comforting Colton. Like she, I, I got the sense that she was always sort of the responsible one in the relationship. And she just got such a shitty situation. She had already gone on this overnight date. And the second that he opened the door, she knew something bad was happening. And, you know, even though she didn't really express it the same outward way Hannah did, like, it seemed like she got the shorter end of the stick. Like, sure. I don't know. It, she she just did not want to have that terrible moment filmed in her life. And, she, like, it just went against everything that she was, like, aiming for on the show. Yeah. I thought it was also fascinating that she was totally made up and like wearing cute pajamas when Colton came. Right. Which was weird because she already had her one-on-one date. So like, how do we explain that? Well, there, like there were the photos of her and Colton right. on the bed mm. too. So I, I think that they were like filming like. They probably were. She's probably making the, the scrapbook. Yeah. The yeah. ceremonial scrapbook <laughs> of every season. We all know it lo- and love it. <laughs> I would absolutely hate to have to do that. <laughs> yeah. and, and like talk about like you, you're film doing it and then you have to go do an interview so they can like put them together. What a terrible process. It was kind of an interesting like eye into how they do the show when like the lead isn't around, I guess. The room looked nice, by the way. Yeah. yeah. With the fish on the door. For sure. They did kind of trick her into it. Yeah. It was a trap. <laughs> Entrapment. Well, it must have been a trap because obviously he already had the Cassie breakdown. He'd already right. had the sit down with Chris to say, like, this is what I'm doing. And they just let Tasha keep keep on. Keep, <laughs> yeah, keep they on, were just like, on. oh, no, the glue's over there. Here's the elbow for, like, a, a stick or what? It was kind of mean. That's a good point. I didn't really think about that. Like, they set her up for, like, this crushing breakup. Do you think they should have told her, like, hey, like, things aren't going right? Like, what is the most humane way to handle that? I mean, it's just so unprecedented because you (laughs) want the genuine emotion on camera, right? That's the whole point you're here. If they gave her a preview and then, like, Colton came to the door, she'd be like, oh, yes, I've thought about this. You just would have been Mm -hmm. a a different feeling. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Andrew? Uh, I I mean, I did feel bad for Tasha. It just, I felt terrible that 
right away she had to kind of be the one to talk Colton off a ledge. I know. Like, so unfair. That's like, Colton, when you're breaking up with someone, you've you've got to be the one who's like sort of sticking to your conviction and not crying. Yeah, Colton, you're dumping her. But I, I felt bad for Hannah because like Hannah didn't even get to go on a date. And I think she legitimately thought that she was going to win. And she definitely thought that. Because she didn't have a date. I think when Colton showed up on her door sh- doorstep, she her mind went to like a positive place and was like, oh, this must be a good thing that's about to happen. Yeah. And then immediately he starts crying. <laughs> She's like, oh. <laughs> oh, I see what's happening. She kind of held it together for a while. Meanwhile, he was like really upset and like losing it. Mm-hmm. But she like was kind of composed, like talking herself through it. She, it was very Becca-like actually being like, this is why I'm upset. This is what I thought was happening. Mm-hmm. It seems like she also was tricked. And this is something that I don't understand. I've always assumed that the final three are like flown to the destination all at one time. So like you're able to figure out mm-hmm. if you're first, second, or third. But Hannah had no idea he'd had dates already she like thought that she was it and so i guess they don't all arrive at the same time they must not i i guess it it probably helps them to keep these girls as little information as possible (laughs) i guess it makes more sense you just would be like they leave the final four together or what whatever it is and then they they're like but they all have to come back to la so i just mm-hmm. assume they're like well, group, group flights group rate or something but i guess that doesn't happen just so many of these techniques are like what cults use <laughs> I'm, I'm just i'm just drawing the parallel i won't say any more than that okay <laughs> um let's talk more about hannah g but first let's talk about today's sponsors Movement is founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. And that's why Movement watches are all about bringing quality designs at fair prices. They don't tell you how many steps you've taken or blow your wrist up with texts. They tell time, just like time pieces should. And better yet, Movement watches start at just $95. You're looking at $400 for the same quality from a traditional brand. So it's no wonder Movement has sold almost 2 million watches in over 160 countries. I have a Movement watch and I get so many compliments on it. It's got a really nice rose gold face and a lovely green leather band and I really love it and people notice it when I wear it. If you're interested in getting a movement watch, you can get 15% off with free shipping and free returns by going to movement.com slash bachelor. That's mvmt.com slash bachelor. Movement is launching new styles on their site all the time. So check it out for the latest. That's movement.com slash bachelor. mvmt.com slash bachelor. Join the movement. This winter is a great time to check out Hotel Tonight. Whether you want to take a spontaneous ski trip or escape to a warm beach, Hotel Tonight makes it easy to book a room with one of their last-minute deals. There are tons of empty hotel rooms out there just waiting to be booked. That's how Hotel Tonight scores such incredible rates. They team up with awesome hotels to help them sell those rooms and pass the savings along to you. And these aren't last resort type places. Hotel Tonight works with cool, top-rated hotels you actually want to stay at. Unlike other travel companies, you don't have to scroll through endless lists of hotels because Hotel Tonight shows you the best deals at great hotels, along with short profiles that have pictures and all the info you need. Even though their name is Hotel Tonight, they're not just for last-minute bookings. You can play things by ear or use them to book in advance. And when you join Hotel Tonight's HT Perks program, the more you book, the better the deals get. To start scoring amazing deals at incredible hotels, go to hoteltonight.com or download the app now. All right, let's talk about Hannah G, because she had a tour de force uh, performance on the live show last night. Alyssa, you've been tracking her social media following. Overnight, how many did she gain? So I I think she had around like 
820k followers and now she has 843k I oh, think wow. yeah I mean yeah. that's pretty amazing like I've been looking this morning and within the like last two hours she's gotten like at least 3k oh my god so if it continues to grow Congrats like this I think she's gonna get to a million and then you're like a macro influencer that's true. It's huge. Yeah. <laughs> you get, how much do you think she could get proposed with a million followers uh you know it all depends because I think like when you do come out of the bachelor you're not at the same you're not like at Luca Sabat level sure. I don't know if you know I who don't that, know is, who that is but who is that? he's like he's kind of like a high fashion influencer you know she's never going to be a Kendall Jenner or something but I do think that she like she could probably get like at least 10k per post oh wow yeah 10k in, in a day of work that's or less great. that's like I would love to do that does anyone want to give me influencer <laughs> uh, cred or something all so you need to do followers. is have your whole life ruined on national television <laughs> Juliet <laughs> it's really hard to get a million get to a million if you're not a lead like I don't even think like like Rachel Lindsay does definitely does not have a million. I'm not even sure that Becca does. Like it's very hard for the non-bachelors to get to a million. I guess she had a head start as an influencer. But starting from nothing, it's like very hard to get there. And so that's, I mean, shout out to her, I guess. I'm happy for her. We're Um, definitely going to see like the level caliber of her products going up. Like I saw a Tansuticals. Yeah. (laughs) You see a lot? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So there was a Tansuticals like product placement. But, you know, I think we're going to get like Lululemon next. Yeah, yeah. But I will say Becca has 1.3 million, but that's like that's kind of hard to do. Right. I'm impressed. Although maybe with this new generation, there's so much more Instagram focus anyway. They'll be getting more. Yeah. But it, it's hard. The point is, it's it's very hard to get up there. Hannah G. If Chris Harrison were not the MVP, I think Chris we would say Hannah G. is. But she's definitely the biggest winner. Not only is she winning money and followers, but she just got like there was a rapturous applause for her after she was done grilling Colton. Mm-hmm. The people in the audience seemed really, really into her. Do you feel like last night was enough payback for her for having not appeared on the show for like <laughs> for for like over? 90 minutes of tape, I would say. Like, I bet it was like 100 minutes since we last saw her just like strolling the streets of Portugal in that same red top, excited about Colton. And like a full week of actual time. Oh, yeah. She didn't appear until the second hour of last night, and she's in the first 10 minutes of last week. So, And I can't imagine she'll be on tonight's episode very much. She she came off great, though. Um, She asked him really pointed questions, and she didn't really like let him slide. No. Tasha Tasha was a little more conscious of Colton's stability, I yes. think. Yeah. Like in asking questions and Hannah was kind of just like like she what was you mad. did made me feel terrible like you need to answer for these, for these crimes. She, she <laughs> it's true. She also was like a good case for like making the show seem like quote unquote realer because she was like this is my life I've had to deal with this it's very upsetting yeah and I think the show like needs that kind of like infusion of energy Chris Harrison loved it he was like wow these emotions are so real (laughs) right it's like a deposition it's true he was like (laughs) (laughs) I thought that Colton seemed kind of mad at her did you guys get that vibe I thought he seemed mad for like not letting her off the hook Uh, I don't I don't know if he was mad I think he was just like kind of upset that he was having to articulate really difficult feelings like when he was like I didn't want you to be like second best that's not what I want for you it's just sort of like but why didn't you try yeah you know I mean like Mm -hmm. it's no matter what he doesn't have a really good excuse for how he treated her it's true do you think Hannah is like why didn't I think to leave the show first interesting Mm. do you think that if anyone well he did get dumped this was the fourth time when Cassie dumped him it was the fourth time someone left on their own volition a record 
record, right? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Amazing. Four is a, really a lot. Yeah. Four out of like 25. I mean, that's ridiculous. Um, but particularly since like half of them are eliminated by week five or whatever it is. <laughs> it's really four out of 15, in my opinion, because the other ones don't really get a chance right. to know him. Do you think that if anyone had dumped him at that stage, he would have gone after them or it really was Cassie? I don't know. It's hard to say. I think maybe Tasha he would have let slide. I, I think just so don't too. think they they had as much of a like romantic relationship. I agree with that. And so that comes back to something that he keeps saying, which is important. He told both Hannah and Tasha they felt like home. Is that a compliment? Weird thing to tell someone you're dumping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. It's like you're trying to dump your home. Although I will say, I will say Colton is technically from Illinois. He allegedly lives in Denver. But as far as I can tell, he spends all of his time in LA. Yeah, what so is he home? Might, what he is might home? not have a concept of home. He just doesn't know what that word means. I think that's kind of true, though. I think he doesn't really get it. Yeah. It's a cursed line, I think. It's just like... No one wants to, like, have a relationship <laughs> with their home. I don't – you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you yeah. remind me of my parents and my family? Like, mm. We heard him tell that to Tasha, but not – I can't remember hearing him tell Hannah that. But I did remember when he would say to Tasha, thinking, like, that's like that's a that's a death knell for her. Like, that's actually like, – that's not, like, sexy. And this yeah. is a guy who's, like, looking <laughs> to have sex for the first time. Right. Like, do, do you want it to be, like, with, like, your homebody, like, girlfriend? I don't – Yeah, not maybe homebody, after, like, like, 20 years of dating someone, you can be like, they feel, feel like, like home. home. Yeah, yeah, but, like, you just met. I guess yeah. – and I think there's, like, a weird tension between Colton, like, looking to feel comfortable and, like, accepted and actually being, like, excited about someone. And probably totally. probably speaks to why he hasn't – been in a longer term more serious relationship because of that tension right <laughs> it was it was kind of weird and then it seems like he just really I feel really bad for Hannah I'm impressed with how she handled herself and like happy for her future influencer career <laughs> but it, it seems like he really led her on because she was shocked and with Tasha. I've talked about this before. I feel like adrenaline played too much of a role in their yeah, relationship. Yeah, for sure. Skydiving was the whole relationship. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Skydiving, <laughs> bungee jumping, and standing on top of cliffs. And, like, you can't have, like, a fear factor relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's well, just not realistic in no, the real it's world. Not. It's Very like, unsustainable. Yes, exactly. It's not like every time you're together, you can, like, you just become, like, adrenaline junkies it's like, together. Oh, it's, yeah. it's Saturday, honey. Like, let's go get bit by rattlesnakes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's, like, it's kind of, like... Choosing her would have been like choosing like the person you only see like twice a year or whatever, <laughs> and like you can't repl- you can't replicate your emotions like in, yeah. in a vacuum or whatever. But it seemed like with Hannah, she was a lot more um, blindsided, and like there was a- something realer there. Plus, there's we've seen their sexual chemistry right. is yeah. obviously really hot. Like, I-, I mean, it just was such like a remarkable moment for this franchise that it, it really stuck out. But I also think the one thing he did that misled all of them or led them on was asking every single family for a blessing like was that is that the right thing to do oh my god I don't think I think it's so weird that he made it such a rule that he had to do like can he say to them like if I if three weeks from now or whatever when I pick your daughter maybe I'll then ask for your blessing it's weird to do it when you're still dating three other women. I agree and with you. he yeah. insisted on doing it. And that's why all the dads were like, um, I don't know. Because <laughs> yeah. obviously he's in these other relationships. I, it made me so mad. Similarly, was it nice or rude that when he broke up with both Tasha and Hannah, he is like, I'm in love with Cassie. He like wanted them to know, I'm oh in love God. with Cassie. It, I mean, I would have just like, it's my nightmare to hear that. It's like, just someone basically it's, being like, I like another person and not you. It's literally yeah. worst case scenario for a breakup. Because... Obviously, part of the show is he's dating other people. But it's not just, like, this relationship isn't working. It's, like, I have chosen someone else over you. Mm -hmm. Which is, like, 
the worst way to be dumped. Yeah. It's horrible. That being said, would you have, I mean, you know, that's the immediate thing that you're thinking when someone's breaking up with you on yeah. the show is like, who's it going to be? So is it better if a producer tells you or is it better if the lead tells you? Like, I think it was a slightly brave thing to do, but it was so brutal to watch on camera. I know. I also feel like uh, Tasha like, knew. Yeah. For like, sure. After when, the fantasy suite, like when like he didn't touch her. When, when he said, I'm in love with Cassie, I think her response was literally, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think Hannah knew, but Taisha was definitely like, yeah, it's whatever. Taisha was really careful to not say anything she would regret, mm-hmm. both in Portugal and on the live show. She's yeah. obviously like a very like careful, circumspect person. Yeah. And I respect it. I, I thought she looked amazing on the live show. I didn't so love, her, love her dress. It was a little, it was a little too pageanty for me. Mm-hmm. But I, I did think she looked really good. And like she's she's a classy lady. Do you want to see either Hannah or Tasha in Paradise? I do. I would uh I would like to see both of them there. I feel like Han- there's a lot more to, to Hannah. Love? Well I feel like there's a lot more to Hannah that like the show didn't get at all. Even if it's, like, cringy, what, like, beatboxing? Like, (laughs) I would still like to see it. Yeah, show that. Yeah, that is, I mean, that was definitely one of her highlights. (laughs) I think why these last two episodes have really stuck out is because up to those point, we just, like, didn't know anything about anyone on the show. Like, what do we know about Colton other than the fact that he likes to work out and he might not understand what the concept of home is? Is a virgin. And a virgin. (laughs) That's it. And he he can uh, do a standing six-foot jump (laughs) over a fence. But, like, we don't know anything about him. I would love to know about Hannah's life as a content creator. Like, does she feel pressure to post on Instagram every day? (laughs) For sure. How does she get her endorsements? Like, things like that. And even Taisha, who we probably know the most about, like, we that's because we know she's divorced. Like, There's, like, no depth to the the people anymore, and it kind of gets back to, like, the tension we were talking about where, like, the show itself is a bigger character than the actual people on it. And I think it's going to be hard for the show to come back from that. Like, how do they – like, I don't even know how they move forward because, like, Andrew, you are saying, like, will you be bored next year if they pick someone who just, like, follows the rules? Yeah, it's going to be weird to see. Um, Like, I'll I'll still love it, but I don't know if a part of me is going to be thinking, like, when is the part where the producers have to go in front of the camera again? Yeah. Like, when do we get, like, the the meta whatever? And I I think one way that they could combat that is, to your point, like, showing more personality. Like, don't save it for the bloopers. Right. And also show us the freaking conversations in the vans. Yeah. Obviously, yes. that's like what we're missing out on. This is the second season in a row where there's like an alleged van conversation. Crystal referred to Ari as not Peter, allegedly in a van, and we God, didn't see that slide ever. <laughs> and that, I know, it really is. The fact that Crystal really did find love through this process and yeah. is now with Goose slash Chris is amazing. I They're, love them together. And A-Rod <laughs> follows them on Instagram. No. I, I, I still haven't gotten to the bottom of that, but he like commented on one of them. <laughs> one of their photos or something. <laughs> but, like, the other major part of this season was the conversation where apparently Cassie and Kaylin said that they yeah. won Bachelorette in the van. Like, show us the footage. Put some GoPros in there. I don't get it. Yeah, well, so, and we saw them videotaping in the van, and it seems like they're really having possible. trouble, like, yeah. focusing. So it's just, like, I think it's a te- technical problem, actually. They just need they handheld. For it. Yeah, they need handheld cameras. Just, like, lower the um, quality of the footage in the van put a GoPro in there, like, you know, make it make it dynamic. Yeah, absolutely. There's no reason to not show it. And I think giving the, the people some more depth would also, like, really help. Because mm-hmm. then you end up, like, really liking certain characters based on their turn in Paradise, and that's because you get to know them weirdly more in Paradise. Yeah, there's, there's like, 
there's less to do in paradise, so they yeah. they kind of just end up being themselves a little bit more. Way less structure. There's not a formula to break in the same right. way because, like, anything could happen, really. Yeah. And I think that's, like, kind of what the show needs more of, essentially. But I I don't even, like, feel like I want to see Hannah G and Tasha in paradise. I'm just like, I guess they deserve to have fun. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe they should just be done with this. Tasha doesn't seem like she's very paradise-like. Like, yeah. I just yeah. can't imagine her, like, lounging on a beach with nothing to do. She seems, like, very... I don't know, action oriented. Yes, she does. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, maybe, does. maybe she'll just show up later on other shows, but I don't know. One thing I wanted to address the fence. So, we've now seen Chris Harrison <laughs> standing at it, and it's like about six feet. Does that change your perspective of Colton's athletic accomplishments? I'm still extremely impressed. Me too. <laughs> it was it's still so really incredible. hard. I'm so yeah. floored. The fluidity with which he moves and he, gets up over it is so impressive. He gets he, over it almost like legs only. Yeah. Like just from a standing jump. And he's not even running. Yeah. He has no momentum. No momentum. He, just he doesn't hesitate for a second. I know. <laughs> it was like honestly incredibly impressive. I think we'll remember the fence jump like for forever. For sure. It's, an icon- it's like an iconic reality TV moment for, for now until forever. And it was a moment that they were hyping up so much. And it like actually lived up to the I hype know. and which exceeded is, yeah. it. <laughs> which is kind of a ballsy risk by the yeah. marketing team of, of ABC and, and the show itself. Like that has to live up to it. And they they need to I'm impressed that they had the confidence and they were able to identify the fact they had such obvious gold on their hands mm-hmm. that they could do that. Because if yeah. they hadn't paid off, people would have been really annoyed. Definitely. They also didn't give away a lot of the other stuff. There was no, no like dark alley, like pursuing someone in the the middle of the night. Like, they just gave us the fence jump, which I, was good. I'm, I'm honestly impressed. I mean, while I'm annoyed they don't have the van footage, I am impressed <laughs> that they were able to pull this together, like, without, like, spoiling too much. Like, mm-hmm. it lived up to the hype. Like, really like, impressive execution by everyone involved on the production side. I I, I really admire it. Yeah. yeah. No, they <laughs> they're all pros. <laughs> I'm excited they for them. They know what they're doing. Any predictions for tonight with what happens with Cassie? I think that she is not into it. <laughs> That's all I can really say. It's funny. When we saw her at the end of the episode when she's packing and she's wearing like a normal person cute outfit, she seems so much more comfortable and content than at any yeah. point during the season. And it made you realize that she just like probably was not comfortable with the entire show. Yeah. Those leopard slides were super cute. Were those from Madwell? I, they looked or? like it. <laughs> she, I really liked the jeans she was yeah. wearing. She just looked a lot more at ease and like happy with her decision. And maybe she just did not enjoy the competition or didn't like being camera i mean to the everything we've talked about like you're in like a fishbowl yeah for a long time and she just really wants to see her family and friends maybe it's it's like she'll be she'll say to colton again like i'm not gonna marry you and he's like okay like let's just go on a date yeah and then she's like okay fine i'll go on a date that's what he that's all that he's been wanting anyway right <laughs> he told her he's willing to be patient <laughs> yeah well we know that <laughs> yes we do we definitely do know that there it's just hard to imagine that I mean, obviously, they're not getting, they're not, there's no engagement. One thing I was thinking is like, what a big loss for Neil Lane. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. So great for Neil. He must be pissed. Someone, I think, pointed out on Twitter, like, maybe it's why his usage was so high in the premiere when, like, he was on camera right. and everything. It's kind of like payback <laughs> for Neil Lane because he didn't get his time, his screen time in the end. Yeah. But I'm very curious, like, what the arrangement is there. Like, is he guaranteed a certain number yeah. of minutes? Like, do the rings get a certain number of, like, glamour shots? Like, I, I'm just very curious about that. Yeah, maybe they owe him money now. <laughs> I mean, it's, true. it's possible. Who knows? Hopefully there'll be double engagements in paradise to make up for it. One thing that was hilarious is that Chris Harrison just kept being like, 
will Colton still be a virgin at all at the end of all of this? And it's like, yes, obviously. Like, it was never going towards him having sex after the whole Cassie thing. I know. So, like, I just want to just shout out Chris Harrison for clowning Colton all the way through, yeah. like, Chris at Harrison, every teaser. you're our MVP. Huge, and huge anything episode. we've ever said about you that's negative, we take back. Yeah, <laughs> we, love, we love you very much. Uh, Andrew and Alyssa, thank you so much for joining me. And I'll be back tomorrow to recap part two of this grand finale. And, of course, thank you to our sponsors. Thanks again to Mercari. Mercari is a selling app that makes it fast and easy to sell almost anything. You take a few pictures, add a description, and boom, your item is listed. With buyers in all 50 states, stuff really sells, and everything ships easily, so there are never any awkward meetups. You can find Mercari on the app stores or online at mercari.com. That's M-E-R-C-A-R-I.com. And don't forget about Hotel Tonight. They make it easy to book awesome hotels at amazing rates. They're like a matchmaker between top-rated hotels with unsold rooms and people who want to book those rooms. And Hotel Tonight isn't just for last-minute bookings. You can book for tonight, tomorrow, and beyond. It's perfect for planners, procrastinators, and everyone in between. Find sweet deals at cool hotels you'll actually want to stay at. Go to hoteltonight.com or download the app now.